On episode 443 of Nintendo Switchcraft, Super Nintendo controllers in January, The Dark Crystal in February, and Alien Isolation right now. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Joel Mead24 from Southern California, and you're listening to Bill, the filthiest casual in all of gaming, here on Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft. It's brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And uh, you can also um, thank the patrons for helping make this episode possible. This particular episode uh, of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Brian R. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail like you heard at the top of the show, that's easy to do as well. Join us over at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. Leave a message and uh, I may even play it on the show. That being said, let's jump right into the first story of the day. And the first story that we're going to talk about today is the the Super Nintendo controller that uh, goes with the Nintendo Switch is now officially sold out until January 2020. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, Nintendo has a... Uh, uh, they, well, this is the... Uh, well, okay, if you're listening to the audio show, then then you just, you'd probably know what I'm talking about anyway. But if you're watching on YouTube, this is the NES controller uh, that slides onto the side of the Nintendo Switch, and it pairs with the Nintendo Switch so you can play old NES games on it. It's fantastic. It works really well. It feels really good. The overall build quality is fantastic. And I'm really happy that I bought them. Uh, You know, you bought it when the NES stuff came out and uh, it came with two. It's really cool. Now, the later on, when Nintendo finally released the Super Nintendo uh, games on Nintendo Switch, which I talked about a few uh, episodes back. You can go back and check that out. They also announced Super Nintendo controllers that are very much like this, except for they don't slide onto the side of your Nintendo Switch like that. They charge via a cord, which is fine. Um, those are now sold out until January 2020. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people who say listen, I really want to get this because I want to have an authentic experience when playing these Super Nintendo games and I feel like I missed out. And and I can understand that. I definitely can. Uh, Here's what the article from Silicon Era says. It says, Nintendo Switch Online subscribers, and by the way, in order to buy these, you do have to be a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber. Uh, But subscribers hoping to get exclusive Switch Super Nintendo controllers before 2019... Uh, finishes up will be disappointed the accessory is so sold out both the north american and european product listings note as out of stock with the former uh saying more information will arrive in january 2020 this comes to us from a tweet from wario 64 by the way if you don't already follow wario 64 you absolutely should uh wario 64 is a twitter account that tweets out really really good deals so even if you're not a twitter user Get on Twitter, 
make an account, make sure you pick a profile, uh, like a, just a, just any picture will do. Uh, I think uh, normally if you make an account on Twitter and you don't make an account, it leaves you as an egg. And that's one of the things that Twitter will decide if you're a robot account or not, and they may delete your account. So make sure that you make an account, uh, give yourself an image and follow at Wario 64 for the, the most up-to-date deals that you can get. Um, some, some people think that he, that, that Wario 64 is a bot and I'm not sure probably, but sometimes it makes me think not like, I think it's definitely a bot is getting the information, but then a person is tweeting it out sometimes, or maybe multiple people are tweeting it out because it's, it's all the time. Anyway, uh, this is where this, this information originally came from is Wario 64. So follow them on Twitter. And while you're at it, follow me on Twitter at run, jump, stomp. Uh, but the January 2020 window is only noted on the North American product page. On the European listing, it says this product is currently unavailable. More stock will be arriving in early 2020. So please stay tuned for further updates. Now, as I said, I understand why people would want to have these controllers to play the Super Nintendo games on. I understand that 100%. It's great. Okay. Um, that being said, I think that you would do better to buy something else and that something else is just out of reach. So I have to reach over and grab one. And that is my favorite super, um, not super Nintendo, my favorite, um, Nintendo switch controller. And a lot of people who've paid attention to my content before they know what's coming. It's the eight bit dough SM 30 pro plus. This is the perfect controller to have. It feels like a Super Nintendo controller mixed with a Nintendo Switch Pro controller um, and, and a, a, a PlayStation uh, DualShock 4. That's what it feels like. It's got a great battery life. It's incredibly comfortable. The D-pad, in my opinion, is fantastic. It uh, And again, this looks just like a uh, a Nintendo a Super Nintendo controller. The only difference is it has two joysticks and it has these wings, which make it even easier to hold on to. Now, the price for the Super Nintendo controllers, honestly, I can't remember exactly how much it was. Let me click on this link again because I, I wasn't going to plan. I didn't plan on talking about this. It's $30 for one controller. All right, so $30, and that will get you a single Super Nintendo Entertainment uh, System controller. If you go to 8BitDo's website, uh, you can buy the the SN30 Pro Plus for more money. Without a doubt, it does cost more uh, to buy a uh, SN30 Pro Plus. And I'm going to find out exactly how much this costs. Whoops, that's the wrong button. It's $49.99. So, yes. This does cost more than the $30, but I think that that is money well spent because you can use this controller for way more than you can the other controller. It has rumble. It has gyro. It has um, thumbsticks. It doesn't have HD rumble, so there's, there's definitely a downside there. 
but it's also completely configurable via plugging in a USB-C cord into it and then hooking it up to your computer, downloading their software, and uh, then you can reconfigure exactly how sensitive the triggers are, how sensitive the joysticks are. You can you can customize it to your liking. Uh, you can even swap buttons around if you want. This is a much better deal than getting those Super Nintendo controllers, which are definitely authentic. Without a doubt, they feel authentic, I'm sure, because... I have these the Super Nintendo Classic, and it came with Super Nintendo controllers, and I I am percent sure that they used exactly the same hardware for that that they did for this. Just this one is wireless uh, with Bluetooth in it. Uh, but I think that this is a much better option for anybody out there looking to play Super Nintendo games, but also wanting to play other games. And yes, it's a little bit more money, but honestly you're going to be happy that you went with this instead of the uh, more expensive or uh, less expensive but also much less capable controllers that are the Super Nintendo controllers. And uh, so that's my advice to you. Um, let me know what you guys think. What are your favorite controllers on, uh, on, new, on Nintendo Switch? I'm very curious as to what everybody else thinks about their favorite controllers. For me, hands down, without a doubt, the 8-BitDo SN30 Pro Plus. Uh, and let me know if you're watching this on YouTube. Leave a comment down below. Don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe and all that stuff and click the bell. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, then you can email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or uh, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. All right, let's move on. Uh, the next story that I want to talk about today is The Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal... One of my favorite movies of all time. I absolutely love The Dark Crystal. It's fantastic. And it is a game that's been coming. Now, we heard about this. We heard about it a while ago. I'm not sure how long ago, and I don't know why I'm opening this uh, this up again because I already have it opened. There we go. Um, we heard about this, I think it was at E3. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, this looks fantastic. It's basically... What it's reminiscent of Final Fantasy Tactics or Fire Emblem, you know, that kind of turn based top, like, uh, not necessarily top down, but uh, three quarters perspective uh, strategy game in the Dark Crystal universe. And uh, I was really surprised when they said that this was coming out later in 2019 because. You know, the show, they recently did a show, I think, I haven't watched it yet, which is just like my wife and I have so many things that we're trying to watch, we can't possibly keep up with them all, uh, but I haven't watched it yet, and it looks really, really good, like I'm very excited to check it out, and I've heard very, very good things about it, uh, but it came to Netflix, I think it's like a, either a prequel or a sequel to uh, what was happening in the movie. And this is supposed to be kind of like a, a a movie movie, even though it's a TV show, a movie tie-in game. Remember back in the in the '90s when we had movie tie-in games all the time, and most of the time they were pretty bad. Now this is not the first movie tie-in game, and I keep saying movie, but it's a TV show. I know. Um, this is not the first tie-in game that Netflix has released. They also released um, Stranger Things season three, the game which was this um, 
oh gosh, how do I want to say? It was more like a, a, a an RPG, like a an action RPG. Not 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 like Diablo, but uh, not a turn based RPG either. Uh, and it was very pixelated kind of art style. It looked cool. It had great music, of course, because it's Stranger Things, and that's like one of the greatest theme songs of all time. Um, uh, but it, it it really kind of captured the spirit of the uh, of the show in, in a way. It was it was very low level and very repetitive, but it was also fun, and I, I enjoyed what I did play of it. My son really jumped in uh, a lot on that game because that's like his favorite show of all time. And that kind of made me excited for the Dark Crystal game, Dark Crystal Tactics. Uh, Actually, that's not the name of the game. It's called the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics, just so everybody knows. Well, that was supposed to come out in 2019 alongside the, the show, but it didn't launch with the show. And I was very surprised by that. But once you miss that launch window, it really doesn't matter. You take as much time as you need, and apparently they need more time. Uh, it was supposed to make a, a. It was originally targeted for 2019 to be released, and apparently, according to Engadget, uh, John Fing- Fingus over at Engadget, it's not coming until uh, February 4th, 2020. So we've got a little bit longer to wait before we get to play that game. Now, I think that that's totally fine. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have played it yet anyway because I've just I'm I'm just swamped right now. I've got a bunch of games to play. I still haven't finished Luigi's Mansion. I know. Don't 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 at me. Or you know what? At me. That's fine too. But I still haven't finished Luigi's Mansion 3. I've got a lot of stuff to play, and I'm glad that this is being pushed off until later on. It comes out on the PS4, the Switch, the Xbox One, Mac, and PC. And you are playing through the and beyond the story of the show. So you play through the store, through the show, and you play beyond the show. And I think that this is good for me that it's not out yet because maybe by February 4th, 2020, I will have actually finished the, um, or, or maybe started watching the show. And then I'll be able to play through the game without being spoiled on the show, if that makes any sense. Overall, I think that it looks uh, really, really fun. I love the art style of it, and I'm excited for it. And it's too bad that it got delayed, but, you know, at the end of the day, if a game gets delayed, it's for a good reason. It's because it needs to get delayed. Um, So anyway, let's talk about one of my favorite games of all time. First, I'm going to take a break. First, I'm going to take a break and thank a sponsor. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite games of all time that I have talked about many times on this show already. And some of you already know what it is. Stick around. Oh, Pac-Man, I'm beat. And I'm hungry. Thank goodness for Pac-Man pasta from Chef Boyardee. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back. Thank you very much to our sponsors. Alien Isolation, I've talked about it a bunch. It's out now on the Nintendo Switch. And this is very, very surprising to me. This actually kind of blew me away. And I had to do a little bit of digging to find out why this might be. But Digital Foundry, and if you don't know who Digital Foundry is, they have a fantastic YouTube channel where they they analyze, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they they take a look at footage from games and they figure out what resolution is this running and what frames per second is this running and they analyze the heck out of a game. They get into the nitty gritty stuff and they put out a 20 minute video uh, about Alien Isolation on the Switch and they talk about how this game is actually better, better looking on the Nintendo Switch than it was on the PS4. Now, you might wonder, why would that be? And, and I'm not sure why they're showing footage from other games right now. Let me skip forward to Alien Isolation stuff. Um, why would that be? Well, the Switch has been out for nearly three years now. Has it been? Yeah, it, it'll be three years in um, in March. So, uh, three years in March. It's been almost three years that the Nintendo Switch has been out. And... Why would it look better on on Switch than on PlayStation, on PS4, which is a much, much more powerful system? Well, here's the reason. It was a port to the PS4. Like, it, it originally did not come out on the PS4. That was not the release game. It was a port to PS4. And when it came to PS4, when they made the game for PS4, even if it wasn't a port, uh, when they made the game for PS4, the game, or I'm sorry, the developers were new at working with the PS4, and they just didn't know how hard they could push the hardware. They didn't know how awesome the hardware, they didn't know what the hardware could do. They didn't know the tricks and 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 uh, workarounds in order to get the most out of the PS4. Because the PS4 was very, very new when they started bringing uh, their, this game over. However, with the Nintendo Switch, developers have had lots of time to work on bringing uh, porting games over to the Nintendo Switch. And because of that, they've learned all of the tips and tricks of working with this Nintendo hardware in order to make things run really, really well. Now, of course, uh, loading takes longer on the Nintendo Switch, but that's fine. You get actually improved quality on the Nintendo Switch over the PS4. And I think that that is very, very interesting. Now, the the whole video is nearly 20 minutes long, so I, I'm obviously not going to talk about the whole thing. You should definitely follow the link in the show notes. Go to runjumpstomp.com. This is episode um, 443. Follow the link in the show notes and you can watch the video for yourself and, and understand how 
they got it all running. And I've said on the show many times, if you can get Alien Isolation someplace else, get it someplace else because it's not going to look as good on the Switch as it will on other platforms because the Switch is less powerful. Turns out I was wrong. This is the best place to play Alien Isolation right now. Well, okay, uh, if you if you've got a computer, then then play it on the computer. All right. Um, for uh, <laughs> when you're comparing the consoles, the Xbox, the PlayStation, the Nintendo Switch, it seems as if the Nintendo Switch is the best place to get Alien Isolation. Of course, you can get it much, much cheaper on Steam than you can on any of the consoles. But Alien Isolation, one of my favorite games of all time, super scary, incredibly awesome story in my opinion. And there are some surprises that happen throughout the game that are just fantastic, as well as some wonderful jump scares. Uh, If you like to be scared, this is a game for you. And apparently, getting it on the Switch is the right move. Now, somebody would ask, Bill, are you going to get it on the Nintendo Switch? I don't think that I am, and it's not because I already own it twice. I have it on PlayStation. I have it on uh, PC. I already own it twice. I don't need to buy it again. In fact, you might say, Bill, why did you buy it the second time? Well, I bought it the second time because I just don't like playing games on my PC anymore. I broke my arm a a few years ago, and twisting my arm into WASD is kind of painful. So I just prefer to play games on my consoles these days. So a lot of the stuff that I have on PC that I'm actually really like playing, I've bought multiple times. I bought it on on my consoles as well because that allows me to play in a more comfortable setting, you know, with a controller in my hand where I don't have to twist my my left arm into this really uh, um, normal but painful for me uh, position. Anyway, now you know, and uh, no one's half the battle. Let's move on. Stealth. Uh, I actually have had him, uh, I interviewed him uh, once before on the show, and uh, he's a Twitter user who tweets out a bunch of stuff. He's he's at Stealth40K. He basically tweets out his thoughts on video games as well as uh, does giveaways and stuff like that. Uh, He tweeted this out today. Uh, he got it from uh, the consoleclub.gr, which is a German website. And thank thank you to him for translating for me. But uh, he said that uh, it appears that Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 for Nintendo Switch is releasing in the West after all this time. The version of the game not only contained additional content on top of the PS4 versions of these games, but it includes all of the DLC as well. Now... This is a leak. This is not official. Like this has not been uh, posted by Square Enix anywhere. This is a leak uh, coming from a website, and uh, this is the same retailer that did leak Assassin's Creed: The Rebel Collection for Nintendo Switch before the most recent um, Nintendo Direct. So that's something that you have to keep in mind. Overall. Why do people care about this? Well, Dragon Quest is huge. It's absolutely huge. And with Dragon Quest XI uh, S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, plus Go, Smash, Ultimate, whatever they called that game, um, with that doing so well, of course Square is going to double down on the Dragon Quest name and bring more stuff over here. I mean, look at how well Dragon Quest uh, Builders 2 is doing. Um, So... 
Square Enix, you know, they're they're definitely known for seeing where the 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 wind is blowing, or reading the tea leaves, and you know, bringing uh, products to us that uh, a lot of people want. All right, last thing before we get to feedback is there is a first anniversary, and I keep opening these tabs twice. There's a first anniversary spirit event for Super Smash Brothers. If you didn't know, Super Smash Brothers came out about a year ago. And it it's uh, it's had a fantastic year. It's the best selling fighting game of all time. And uh, on December sixth, in Smash Ultimate, there is the first anniversary Spirit event, which is coming to Smash. It says uh, this is uh, tweeted out by at Smash Bros JP. Uh, so Japan. So this is official. It says a Nintendo has announced the next Spirit event coming to Smash Brothers Ultimate, starting in December sixth. This time, the event is to celebrate the first anniversary of Smash Ultimate's release. During this event, all experience points and SP earned from battle will be tripled, and the 50% damage item will be included in rewards. The event begins Friday and will last for three days. I don't really care about spirit modes. I know that it's this thing that a lot of people like because of, you know, it gives you single player stuff to do. Once I unlocked all the characters, I don't think I've played any single player since, except for maybe like when a new character comes out, I'll load into like a training session just so I can figure out how their moves work. But other than that, when I play Smash, it's to play online. It's cool that Nintendo is supporting it, but this I just don't care about. That being said, I know that there's a lot of Smash fans out there and and a lot of them will care about this. So I wanted to make sure that I told everybody because you know what? There, it's not all about me. Sometimes it's about you guys as well. All right, let's wrap up the show. And I just closed my show notes, so I'm going to have to do this on the fly. And you can see me furiously trying to open up the right windows. <laughs> um, become a part of the community by joining our Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There's almost 900 people over there. It would be amazing if you guys could come and hang out with us. I also would like to ask you to check out uh, one of my other shows, 143 Pixels. Uh, Those episodes come out on Tuesday. We're about... Okay, I don't know where we are. I know that I've already uploaded all of December's stuff, and I can't remember how many episodes in we are, but uh, I just released an episode where I talked to uh, the Nintendo Guru... Uh, Bobby Pauls, and he and I talked about The Last of Us 2, and we had an absolute great conversation that I hope that you guys will check out. I'm really excited for 143 Pixels, and I hope that more people will check it out. If you want to check it out, go to uh, either runjumpstomp.com slash shows, or you can just search for it in whatever podcast device that you're listening to this on right now, or you can go to anchor.fm slash 143 that's anchor.fm slash 143, and it has all of the appropriate things, um, you know, all the places that you would subscribe to it right there on the uh, on the webpage, uh, anchor.fm slash 143. Please consider subscribing to that podcast. Uh, this show is part of the Giant Sized Team Up Network. For more information about the G- Gi- Giant Sized Team Up Network, join us over at GSTU. Dot net. And if you want to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music that you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I will see you all next time. Until then, 
Stay awesome. Bye-bye.